Welcome to the Sword in the Trowel podcast of Founders Ministries. Founders exists for the recovery of the gospel and the reformation of local churches. And I am Tom Askell. I'm here today with my good friend, Vody Balkum, who has come all the way from Lusaka, Zambia. Vody, welcome to Thank the Sword you. of the Trowel. Thank you. It's good to be here. It's yeah, always it's, good to be here. It's been a while since you've been in studio. Uh, yeah. We've had you on via Skype before, but uh, multiple times. But it's good to see you, man. Yeah, it's good to see you. So how's your health? How are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, good. I'm doing great, feeling good. Everything is uh, basically back to normal. I'm doing everything that I was doing before. Wonderful. Um, so, yeah, I'm good. Well, good. It's great to see you, and you are looking good. And it's good to see your book here. Uh, man, I, every time I check, the, the more records it seems like it's hitting in terms of sales. Uh, so yeah. it's it's just going really well. People are purchasing the book and being helped by the book. Yeah, it is, and we're, we're encouraged by that, you know, um, in, in spite of it being very difficult to find in many places. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just grateful to the Lord for the way that uh, he's blessing it and Amen. using it and um, blessing to be able to talk to people who are being encouraged by yeah. it. And uh, so, yeah, we're, we're, we're very pleased. Well, man, I'm grateful you wrote it and grateful that it's out. We do sell it here at Founders. You can get it at founders.org. Uh, we have it at a pretty deep discount already, but we're going to discount it even more. So for the next uh, two weeks after this show drops, and why don't we just put that, say, to the end of February. So at the end of February 2022, you can purchase this book for $15. It retails for about $25 or so. Uh, so just get it through founders.org, and we'll ship it to you at that deep discount. Also, um, we probably ought to give away, what, maybe three or four copies of a signed copy. You, you wouldn't nice. mind signing a few copies of no, these before you leave, would you? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to make you a deal. If, if you will share this podcast and tag Founders Ministries on social media as you share it, then we will put you into a drawing where you can actually get a signed copy of Fault Lines by Dr. Balkum. So uh, don't forget to like this, share this, and uh, tag us in it as you share it, and we will put you in a drawing for an autographed copy of Fault Lines. Man, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. I'm going to have to do that myself, see if I can uh, (laughs) swing one away from you. So tell me me what's been going on with you health-wise. Everybody's praying, and there's always, every time I talk to people, they say, man, how's Vody's health doing? Give us just a brief update on that. Yeah. um, It's been a while since I've had to go for another follow-up, but, you know, right now things have gone so well that my follow-ups have even been spaced out even more. Mm. Um, As you know, before coming here for this trip, I was in, in the COVID penalty box um, <laughs> for a while, uh, you know, but we all had that. Uh, yeah. Just about everybody that we know I has know. had a, a recent uh, bout, but uh, recovered from that. And uh, Good. Yeah. Good. So health-wise, you're doing good and yep. you've got a full schedule. And Tell us about ACU, African Christian University. How's that progressing? ACU's going very well. Um, in fact, we have a – Pretty big announcement, you know, coming up about a new faculty member that uh, we've brought on, which was just a real blessing for us. Mm. Um, uh, Andrew Daniel is, you know, coming to teach wow. Old Testament and Hebrew, um, yeah, uh, Semitic languages and linguistics and, and things of, of that nature. Mm. And, uh, I mean, he's just the kind of guy that we could only have dreamed yeah. of, of having in the Lord just brought him to us. So we're grateful as our team is expanding mm. and as our impact is expanding. And, you know, we're looking forward to adding a 
couple of more degrees uh, on the graduate level, mm-hmm. um, one in institutional chaplaincy and another one in linguistics for Bible translation, mm. um, which we're really looking forward to Dr. Daniel helping us yeah. get up off the ground. So it's exciting times, man. And that's great. That yeah. is great. So tell me, uh, you graduated your first class, was it a year ago, your first graduate? Yes. Went to Houston Baptist to yes. do post-grad work, right? Yes, yes, yes. Good. And so where are you? Yeah. Where are you class-wise? What is your next class looking like? Well, I mean, it's it's looking good. There'll, there'll be a, a, a much bigger group, you know, yeah. much bigger than the one who graduated yeah. last time. Uh, but there should be several you know, graduating this year. And most of those will be in agriculture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our first graduate was a theology graduate with a business minor. And uh, now most of this next wave uh, is agricultural science graduates, mm-hmm. which is our biggest program um, mm-hmm. at, at this point, uh, which is a really important program for us. The three main industries in Zambia are um, mining, tourism, and agriculture. Mm. So we're very excited about having, you know, ag graduates with about 24 hours of Bible and theology under their belt mm. um, going out there impacting the, the world of agriculture That's with great. biblical worldview. And, yeah, it's, it's, it really is exciting. You know, some people may not be very familiar with African Christian University, so give us the elevator speech of uh, yeah. what, what are you doing? What are you trying to do there? You know, it's a classical Christian liberal arts biblical worldview university uh, with – a strong commitment to a student labor program. So we tell people it's like um, early Harvard meets Tuskegee Institute. You know, <laughs> we are offering degrees in agriculture, business education, theology. Um, we're, we're looking to add uh, fine arts as well as chemistry, biology, mm. um, and to move in that direction. Um, but really we're looking to be um, a, a first rate academic institution and research institution mm. in sub-Saharan Africa mm. and to have uh, the, the kind of impact that few can really hope for. I mean, yeah. we're in a country the size of Texas with about half the population of Texas. And uh, there's just tremendous opportunity mm. for influence and impact mm. through the kind of education uh, that we're offering. Wow. That's amazing. That's, that's a great uh, vision to be a part of and see you at the ground floor of it. It's really exciting. Uh, yeah, we started, we went there at the, at the launch of it, started yeah. by the Reformed Baptist Churches of Zambia. And we've been there for about six and a half years now, believe wow. it or not. Wow. Um, and, and the Lord's really been, been kind to us. Well, um, you know, our church, uh, we love ACU. We help support that. Tell folks how they can be involved in investing in this kind of vision. What can people do to yeah. help with this? You know, we need investment in this vision. We've recently bought and finished paying for 89 acres of land mm. and are ready to begin building our, our infrastructure infrastructure, and building our, our campus. So, you know, we, we need um, significant influx of, uh, of cash mm. to be able to build a first-rate college campus. We want to build a world-class university campus. And um, so, yeah, we're, we're, we're in, in much need mm-hmm. of people with that kind of vision and those kind of resources to come alongside us and, and to partner with us to help us build yeah. a, a, 
a first rate campus for a first rate institution. Yeah. So if somebody wanted to do that, what what would be the best way to make contact yeah. and investigate it? To go to acu-usa.com. That's our mm-hmm. uh, American website, and uh, to get in contact with us through there, and get in contact with our our American board if they're here, mm-hmm. or uh, get in contact with us uh, there in Lusaka. Yeah. Uh, acu-zambia.com. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in. On, on that side, but yeah, the, either of those websites would be good places for them to reach out to us to find out what's happening and to find out how they can okay. be involved. Good, you know you or, or, or contact you if yeah. they have if they have yeah. really big checks. <laughs> they can there you they go can contact you on our behalf. That's so, right. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Um, I mean, you're here teaching. You just finished up teaching for the Institute of Public Theology on cultural apologetics, yeah. and the students uh, were just fascinated and overjoyed with the time that you spent with them uh, due to travel difficulties. You weren't able yeah. to be here for the first couple of days, <laughs> but just to see how God works. I mean, Mark Coppinger agreed to clear his schedule and come in and kind of lay the foundation. So uh, yeah, it's kind of good news, bad news, right? The good uh, news is we got somebody to step in for you. The bad news is you have to follow Coppinger. So <laughs> thanks for that. No, no, <laughs> man. I, I've tried to think of a good analogy. You know, what? how do you describe what God just did? And it's like, uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, the NFL quarterback says, okay, he said, I can't be there the first two quarters. I'll come after half. And so Tom Brady says, all right, I'll step in. And I'll, I'll help out. <laughs> you got these two massively gifted quarterbacks. So, man, God just hit a double uh, uh, double home run with uh, you two guys. And our, our students were delighted again. I had talked to several of them during the class and then several of them after this last lecture. And uh, it was great. Tell me, or explain to people why you would be involved in the Institute of Public Theology. I think there's a number of reasons for that. I think on a, on a very you know, basic level, I think it's important for us to partner with those people in our lives uh, with whom God gives us a special kinship mm-hmm. and a special relationship. And I think you and I have... have been that yeah. uh, in each other's lives uh, for a while, and, and I don't think we value friendship enough mm-hmm. uh, in the Lord. I don't think we we think highly enough of how and why God knits our hearts together mm-hmm. with people of like mind and like vision, and so that that really was one of the main reasons. And then that like mind and that like vision for an institute of public theology for uh, an institute that sees and values the role of uh, the, the theologian in public life. Mm-hmm. Uh, for so long, we've we've seen this sort of mix of secularism and pietism, right? Yeah. This yeah. this sacred secular divide that says, you know, that that's that's over there and, and we're over here, and, and then that pietism which comes alongside it, you know. And when you get those two things together. Um, I think it's a poison pill yep. that that keeps us from being involved and engaged in the public square. And I believe that we have biblical precedent for that. I think the Apostle Paul, you know, when you see him in Acts chapter 17, especially when he gets to Athens, right, uh, what's he doing? He's in the synagogue. He's reasoning in the synagogue on, on, on Sabbaths, and then he's in the marketplace mm-hmm. every day. And, and I think that's a beautiful picture of who and what we're called to be mm. and of what the Institute of Public Theology is all about. Yeah. You know, we're all about that work that we do 
in the word, in the church, but we're also about that work that we do in the marketplace. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And that's one of the things I love about this uh, initial class of students. Is they come from all different walks of life, all different parts of the country. And yet, man, they're all serious about wanting to learn these things. And yes. it's been so exciting to me to watch these guys, even in the few classes that we've already had, uh, develop and begin to think more critically yes. and more theologically about some of the hot button issues of the day. Yes. So I'm sure that's going to be even more so uh, after your course that's just wrapped up. And we look for, forward to you teaching again uh, in January 2023. You and I are working out some details yes. about another course that's in your sweet spot that yes. uh, we want to uh, provide as well. So if you want information on the Institute of Public Theology, you can go to instituteofpublictheology.org and find out everything that you would like to know there. One of the things that we have going on now is uh, due to uh, a, a donor that really taking an interest in wanting to get students help here is if a church is willing to pay half of the student's tuition and when they send the student to us then IOPT will pay the other half of tuition so a nice. guy can actually come tuition free for the three-year course if the church nice. will invest half of the tuition uh, in his education we'll do the other half and man that's uh, I mean, that's incredible. It's yeah, already it very uh, inexpensive, comparatively speaking, and we just we want to do whatever we can. We're trying to uh, facilitate local pastors as well. We had a lot of pastors come in, not just locally, but even from California yeah. that came to sit in on this class. So we're trying to make it as affordable as possible for pastors who are not looking for a full course of study that want to take specific classes. So again, check out instituteofpublictheology.org for more information on that. Okay, well, Vody, I got to ask you, man. Um, my text started blowing up a week or two ago or three weeks ago. <clears throat> People say, you know, Vody's joining the uh, Conservative Baptist Network. What's going on with that? What's happening with that? So, uh, you know, welcome to uh, the yeah, yeah. Conservative Baptist Network yeah, uh, to this side of the states, you know. And I've got a lot of friends in that and appreciate all that they're doing. Amen. So, uh, man, you you care about the Southern Baptist Convention. I, I do. And you know, a lot of people were surprised uh, to find out that I was still part of the SBC. Yeah. Some people were surprised to find out that I had ever been a yeah. part of the SBC and had planted a <laughs> Southern Baptist church uh, in, in, in Houston and was sent uh, to the field by a Southern Baptist church. Yeah. Um, so wait a yeah. minute, wait a minute. You're a Southern Baptist church planner and a Southern Baptist missionary. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. I like that. Yeah. 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 So uh, the... When did you plant Grace Family Baptist? In 2006. 2006. Yeah. All right. And that church is just doing really well. Yeah. And I was there a couple of years ago. And yeah. wonderful to see the way God's preserved that church, used it, and guided it in, in almost miraculous ways with facilities and things like yeah. that Amen. as well. So praise God for that. So what is your, um, what's your concern and hope for the SBC? Well, my concern is what we've seen in the last few years and it seems like it happened rapidly yeah. right where we've seen this theological decline mm -hmm. uh, where we've seen this um you know first it was just outright acceptance of critical race theory and then an unwillingness to name and denounce <laughs> critical race theory and sort of you know tap dancing and tiptoeing around <laughs> that um a number of other issues you know, related to um, sermons and sermon 
plagiarism and yeah. these kinds of things, and um, which I mean, just it's really concerning um, the way that there's been an unwillingness to address those issues and a number of other things that we've seen in the convention, the drift of the ERLC, the drift of the seminaries, um, this embracing critical theory, critical race theory, uh, liberation theology, and um, a, a number of other issues, mm -hmm. you know, that have been going on. So they're, they're just, there are a number of things, a uh, number of things with the International Mission Board mm. um, that have been concerning as well. Mm -hmm. And so it's like all of these things just just came, you know, to the fore just recently. Um, yes, they've been brewing for a while, wow. right? Yeah. Um, but but all of these things just sort of came up in the midst of this current cultural milieu, and uh, I don't know. It just it just it it, it worries me. Um, you know, again, I know the Southern Baptist Convention is not where our hope is. Mm -hmm. You know, our our hope is in Christ. Uh, but I think there are things worth standing up for. Yeah. There are things worth fighting for, and uh, I believe at least at this time. Uh, the SBC is one of those things. Yeah, yeah. I, I say pretty regularly that the Southern Baptist Convention is not all that important, but it matters. Yeah. And what happens to it is going to have impact for good or ill. Yes. Uh, not just here in North America, but around the world, as you well know. Yes. Because we export, and when things are going good and healthy, we'll praise God you know, for that. But um, the Southern Baptist Convention is not going to go away tomorrow people say well it's already dead and you know it's dying well yeah it, it may die i mean god doesn't promise to keep a convention alive but it's not gonna go away tomorrow it's gonna be around for a while and my yeah. fear is it'll become like the pc usa yeah and do devastatingly bad damage over generations if the lord is not kind and helping us to see some foundations recovered amen yeah, yeah. and it, why, why do you think these things have happened I mean, I, you know, I've, I've tried to put my mind around, and I've come to a point in life where I'm willing to live with unanswered questions. Yeah. And i got a lot of unanswered questions. And I've asked some people <laughs> that I yeah. still hadn't got answers. But what's your assessment of, you know, how did this, how did this happen the way that it has? I don't know. You know, Tom, it's been very interesting for me because I've had my head down, yeah. you know, yeah. on the other side of the world. And, you know, I come back from time to time. So... In that way, it's kind of like when you don't see a child for a while, mm. and it seems like they just grow like weeds, you know, because you're not there looking at them every day. <clears throat> and I think for me, it, it's been that kind of experience where, mm. you know, I'm plugging away and and involved in the work that the Lord has called me to be involved with. So I'm, I'm not looking every day at yeah. what's happening, but, but then I'll come back and I go, wait, what? Mm. <laughs> you know, um, and... Six years of that um, has has really just left me reeling and and wondering. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I have some ideas, but I I, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting listening to you describe it that way because for me, yeah, I'm here, I'm yeah. living in it, and uh, I'm praising God for all the good things that have happened in the SBC through the conservative resurgence and, you know, seeing good people in positions of leadership and uh, commending people when they got in their certain positions. Say, I, you know, I, I told Russ Moore, I think God built you to be the head of the ERC when he was uh, elected there. And then for, it wasn't a, you know, 
my what's happened. It was kind of moving along, moving along, and I'm thinking I hear something, I read something, ah, it doesn't sound right, but, I, you know, yeah. can't be bad, can't be bad. These are good people. Yeah. And uh, started making some phone calls and asking some questions, and the answers weren't quite satisfying, but I'm thinking, all right, they know better than I do. And finally, what I had to do is I had to put a bag over everybody's face in the SBC. So I'm not going to look at who you are. I'm not going to look at your name. I'm going to look at what you're saying, yeah. what's going on under your leadership, what you're doing, what you're not doing. And when I evaluated things like that and then pulled the bags up, I thought, whoa, whoa, yes. whoa. Yes. And yes. it was uh, it was sad to me, and, and it still is sad to me, and I don't wish ill on any one person at all. I, you know, these, these people are still folks that I want to esteem and respect, but I just think we need new leadership. I think our leadership has failed us, and it's grievous to me. Yeah. So, like you, I think the SBC is worth taking a stand for, and um, you know, we'll see what God does if if the SBC dies, the kingdom of God's going to go on. Amen. You know, just like if America dies, the kingdom of God's going to go on. Amen. So, I'm not putting yeah. any of my all my my eggs in that basket or all my hopes. You know, we got to do this or else the uh, the kingdom is going to fail. That's not going to happen. But we have a stewardship. We have a stewardship. And so as a matter of stewardship, I want to try to do what I can. And so, uh, man, welcome to the party. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thanks, I I think. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Well, you've been in it before, you know, you know, you know how the game's played. You've had some elbows thrown your way. Uh, So uh, it's good to to have your voice in this mix again. So what's next for you? Well, I'm uh, working on another book. Yeah. which every time I do that, I'm just going, what did I just sign off for? <laughs> but uh, I mean, I'm, ex- I'm excited about that. I'm excited to sort of continue in the fight that way. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, just continuing to plug away. Like mm-hmm. I said, at what we're doing at ACU. Mm-hmm. I'm continuing to come back here three, four times a year and uh, try to be as effective as I can mm-hmm. and bear as much fruit as I can. In, in those, you know, brief seasons of coming yeah. over here. But, you know, I've got I got three teenage sons at home, about to be four teenage sons at home. So, you know, a lot of my attention yeah. and focus now is 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 on that. Yeah. You know? I mean it that that's that's a significant calling yeah, and a significant task. And so I'm in a season right now where I'm trying to make sure that I'm faithful and, and exercising stewardship in, in all of those, those areas, yeah. you know? Uh, so that, that's, that, that's, that's what's ahead for me. Amen. Well, that's uh, more than a plateful. And you and I have talked a little bit about this research you're doing, and I hope you'll give yourself more than six weeks to write this book. Yeah. Right? Eight weeks. Eight, eight weeks. Yeah. <laughs> eight weeks yeah. 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 No, that, that's <laughs> never, never again. <laughs> Um, yeah, I remember the text of the, oh, eight weeks. And, and then for, uh, for, for three of those weeks having my wife. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I had hardship during that time. So homeschooling and yeah. yeah, Oh man. Craziest thing in the world. Look at what God did. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm looking forward to the the things you're researching and seeing that come to light. Just the brief conversation we had, I think maybe this morning or whenever it was that, uh, it's eye opening to me about things you've discovered already. And I'm sure you're going to discover more connections. So we look forward to that at the right time. You can announce that, but Bodie, thanks so much for 
joining us on the Sword and the Trial. Yeah, man. Brother, it's always, always a pleasure. Yeah. Always good to see you. Thank God for you and your family and uh, carry our love back to Bridget when you see her and the rest of your crew here. Amen. So thank you for joining the Sword and the Trial today. Don't forget to subscribe and like and share this episode and tag Founders Ministries when you do. And we will put you in a drawing for a free autographed copy of Fault Lines. And if you want a discounted copy of Fault Lines, you can purchase that for $15 till the end of February. So thanks again for joining us.